This episode of the Golf Gaming Podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is presented to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And we're also brought to you by our NBA Playoff Survivor Challenge. We're giving away 250 in cash and a $100 gift card. Sign up today exclusively on the SGPN app. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's the RBC betting show with your boy Boston Capper, the guard himself, Steve Shermer, and maybe the god of Twitter, Brian Kirshner. I mean, maybe that's a good nickname. How are you guys doing tonight? Um, you know, I kind of had to force my way on to this show. Um, but I, I wanted to come on for this event. I wanted to come on for an elevated event. And uh, I'm really excited to, to chat with you guys tonight. I have a couple lagers with you guys. What, you, what are you drinking? Uh, Modelo Light. Um, so you're still on the Modellos. It's been a while. Well, I bought these to like taste test them and I haven't like really no. drank them that much. So this is just kind of in the rotation, but like less carbs, you know, trying to keep it trim, uh, but they're good with the lime. They're good with the lime. So I'm, I'm enjoying them. There you go. So, yeah. so what is in the rotation? What's your rotation of beers? Though? High noons. Like I drink high noons. Like okay. that's, that's my it. drink. Like they're low cal. They taste good. Um, I like the Modelo light. I like a regular Modelo. Um, I, I'm really liking these like Montauk, like kind of IPA beers. Um, okay. yeah, yeah, we got a few things going, uh, but m- mainly uh, high noons at the moment. You staying off the hot stuff? Yeah, yeah. I, do you remember when yeah. um, I I drank gin, uh, drank gin on here, and I like left? I was like, yeah, I know I don't I don't drink this. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. wasty right now. Wait, when you drank for the first time ever on this show? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's what happened. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, all right, well, we get right to the golf talk. Before we get into the RBC Heritage, though, uh, you know, let's kind of recap a little bit of the Masters. Well, uh, before we do the Masters, let me just ask you about the state of the aisles before we get into uh, the golf talk. I'm going to go on mute. Motherfucking, (laughs) the Blackhawks are up one nothing on the Penguins right now. So So what do you need to happen? You need the Pens to lose, right? If Penguins lose, win and we're in. Okay. And then if... And if Carolina beats the Panthers, we're the seventh seed, and we win, and the um, the Penguins lose. Okay, so so you're and the, and be, the Hurricanes have something to play for. They're playing for the division. Correct. And so I I don't want to see the Isles in the first round. I don't want you to be the eighth seed. You're like a pesky like grind yeah. out team. I don't need that in the first round. No. I don't need my all time team to get bounced by some scumbags from Long Island. They have no shot against the Penguins, but I believe that they could beat the Devils or the Hurricanes. Like, if they get it as the eight, it's fine. Like, I'm like it will be okay. They have no shot to beat the Bruins, absolutely none. But I really do think that they could do some damage at the seven. They blew it last night, but if Chicago could just hold on, win and we're in, baby. So I'm holding yeah. out hope. And I have – the funny thing is, is that, like, I obviously want the Isles to make the playoffs – but I bet $300 on them to make the playoffs at the beginning of the year. What'd you get, um, what'd you get odds wise on that? Like plus 120. No, that's not bad. Um, so, I mean, I lose $300 every week. Like, I don't care, but <laughs> like, I would prefer to win this bet. Yeah. Listen, I, I uh, like, I, I'd be fine with you guys in the seventh seed. I want, I want the pens uh, in the eighth seed. We own that town. We yeah. own that team. Uh, no, no Pittsburgh team ever does well against new england uh so go fuck yourself cam and uh yeah all right so uh let's let's pull for uh let's pull for the black let's go chicago baby i like it let's go chicago i like it bees are up three one all right steve we can get the golf (laughs) okay (laughs) all right well why don't we get right to the masters then so uh you said before the show that 
golf just isn't fun anymore. Is that just because John no. Rob, another nine to one winner, no. uh, hit again? Is that just why you're kind of down on uh, the state of golf betting at the at the moment? No, we we should have been on Rob. Like I, like in all honesty, like it's obviously easier to say now. Uh, but I tweeted it out before. I know Steve, you didn't see it, but take Decky out. The past three Masters winners had three wins in the prior three months leading up to the Masters. So the best player in the world with the most experience winning golf tournaments ran away with the last three out of four Masters. And I think that's just kind of like a, something to look at. And, you know, that decade year, there weren't a lot of golfers that kind of had that um, like elevated status that Rom Scheffler and DJ had. But um, Rom should have won by eight. He dominated the field. Um, it was really impressive to watch. Um, upset I didn't bet him because Jason Sobel. Um, but I'm an idiot, and that's okay. Well, what's funny is, is so I ended up on Rom. He wasn't on my official card because we did a show uh, with the mothership, and they informed me that Rory, who I was going to bet on, flew in a sports psychiatrist. And I was immediately fucking out and sickened by it. Like I knew he had no fucking shot. I took, I took everybody in matchups against them. I was like, this mental midget is not going to fucking be able to pull it off. And so I went against the curse. Cause I was, I knew one of those guys. Yeah. Like th- that was it. Steve, why didn't you? Uh, I, Cause I'm like you, I'm so sick. Of, I'm so sick of losing money to the top of the board. I'm just so sick of it. Yeah. Why didn't I bet John Rom? Yeah. Cause the uh, Jason Sobel, <laughs> we are so we are. Um, that's I like, think the third. That's the third time I've done that this year. I've seen somebody else bet somebody. Well, like, yeah, that's the thing it. is that it, unless you like don't bet someone because he's on him, and then you pick the winner, it doesn't matter. No, it no, doesn't. doesn't matter. Like no, it unless it like puts you on to the winner, it doesn't matter. Um, really? I like like I like wanted to bet Rom. And then, like, I saw that, and I was like, all right, I'll just bet a couple guys in the 20s that, like, I had reservations about. Like, I was kind of squirrely on everyone in the 20s. Like, I wasn't dead set on anybody above the big three winning. Um, I knew Scotty wasn't going to win. And Rory, I just kind of had reservations about. So that sucks. Um, But whatever. I mean, I'm used to it. Like, I'm not going to cry about it. Like it's, it's whatever. Uh, But yeah, yeah, there was no one else that should have put on the green jacket and it was just a dominating performance. Any other other takeaways from the masters? Any, anything you hate, like other than can't lay slow play. You you were, you were, you're defending Sam and his fucking slow play earlier in the week. No, I was tweeting about can't lay early in the round because I was really mad at him because I wanted a guy in the mix. And then it just like took a complete turn where people were like being really, really mean to him. Like I was just doing like my normal, like tilting. Like it wasn't like that. Um, I think that it's interesting how the Masters is usually the most uncompetitive of the major championships. Someone usually runs away with the Masters, and there have been a lot of uninteresting back nines at Augusta as compared to the Open, the PGA Championship, and the U.S. Open. I think it's easy. Like, I don't really, I would like to know Steve's take on that, but I just think when you're really on, it's easier to score and it's easier to separate yourself where it's hard to go nuclear at a, a U.S. Open venue. Yeah, probably. I mean, we kind of saw that a little bit on Friday with Kepka where he just kind of made it look really easy and everybody just kind of struggled. And that's why he was able to separate himself from the field. And then, yeah. you know, and then just, it was really just him and John Rahm all week. Everybody kind of struggled to score. So I think you're right. I think probably the PGA and U.S. Open uh, kind of just, you know, they kind of dictate exactly how it's going to go. You know, you're right. There is, you know, usually a little more excitement there. Yeah. I, I can only think of maybe 
2017, that was a two-man horse race at the yep. Masters. You had 2019, obviously, where pretty much everybody was in the mix, and then Tiger yep. had winning. Yeah, otherwise, you're right. It's, it's kind of kind of sleepy. Uh, yeah, and it was kind of sleepy down the last, you know, the back nine of the. A hundred percent. And that's when everyone turns into watching a golf tournament. Like that's when like the casual people turn it on. Like I had some people over for Easter and we're watching. I'm like, this tournament is like literally over. Like this isn't enjoyable, (laughs) Um, but the ratings did really well. So that didn't seem to kind of hurt anything, which I think is interesting when you have an extremely uncompetitive masters, like that the ratings were like the best they've ever been. But um, it sucks when there were really only two people that could win this tournament from Friday going on. That just doesn't really make for a lot of drama. I mean, Vic was definitely in the mix. He wasn't dead on Friday. Like you were scared of like, like as a Brom guy, like I was scared. Victor Hovland winning uh, a major tournament. Listen, man, I'm just saying like he was, he was there and, yeah. uh, and then the weather got bad and he disappeared again. Uh, I think Cam Young got up. There within two, and then fell out. And I think he got back up again and fell out. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's yeah, that's Cam up. Young in a nutshell, right there. Basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Why don't we take our first break, and then uh, why don't we transition then to uh, to Heritage? All right. Well, listen. Uh, we are brought to you by Shady Arrays. I wasn't ready. <laughs> uh, where'd it go? Because you guys got to kick off the new year uh, with the new gear built to last. Our friends over at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, uh, customizable snow goggles, much and much more. Uh, Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures, and that's not all. They offer the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they tell us they'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after the purchase. And with Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they've donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back and exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use promo code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The, sh- the shades that are rated five stars by over 200,000 people. And you guys got to go make sure you check out our NBA playoff survivor challenge. It's completely free to enter. And the winner gets $250 in cash and a hundred dollar SGP and gift card exclusively on the SGP and app. Okay. All right. All right. Let's transition to the RBC here. So cursor, why don't I kick it off to you? So, you know, we have an elevated event. We got a lot stronger field, uh, probably as strong as what we had at the COVID year. Uh, but just otherwise, though, this usually doesn't attract the biggest names. You know, a lot of guys that take the week off. Now we got a really stacked field. And typically, you know, guys just want to try and target guys who are really short, accurate. That seems like the, you know, the prototype for this week. Did you kind of stick with that profile as far as your bets? Or just because we got a lot of really good players, did you kind of deviate from what people normally bet at this tournament? Yeah, I, I think that. You know, it's important to still kind of have like that skill set. But at the end of the day, you can always convince yourself that someone could do it at this course. And we did see a few bombers um, on the leaderboard last year. But still, when we had that COVID year where everyone played the most short, typical 
um, guy won in Webb Simpson. So I do think it might be someone with that mold, but I have no problem kind of deviating from that and just kind of taking elite talent at better numbers than we would used to see at this event. So I would say I'm betting more on talent than uh, than absolute perfect course fit this week. Okay. Yeah, I kind of did some similar stuff. I mean, like, I talked this, about this a little bit on the Sunday show where actually in tournament driving accuracy, which is usually what people would favor this, uh, this tournament for a profile, doesn't actually matter at all as far as how guys actually score. So it seems to really come down to just really iron players, especially from like 100, 175, you're short yeah. to mid ranges. Uh, and then these par threes are pretty difficult too, as most P died, uh, par threes are as well. So that's, I really just went really iron heavy this week as far as those guys and kind of looking at the guys who have been really good at like, you know, RSM or Wyndham or other Pete Dye tracks or, um, you know, a couple other places, like even like a Mayakoba even where yeah. I think a lot of things that you guys do really well at Mayakoba, you got to do well here too. So, you know, I, I kind of look at that, you know, it kind of led me to some guys who are the typical ones you would bet this week. And then it led me to some other guys that you probably wouldn't expect. So, well, I liked your angle on how it's been tinkered with so much by the Nicholas people. That's basically a Nicholas course now, not a Pete Dye course. Yeah. I mean, it's so much that the Nicholas design company actually takes credit on their website for designing uh Harbor town at this point. I mean, if you go look at some of the old videos, I, I talked about this with Capper. It's literally like one of those uh, pits where they used to uh, uh, trap us soldiers in Vietnam with the spikes and everything. It's just a giant hole in the ground. That used to be what the bunkers were. And now they're kind of neatly manicured and everything. So yeah, Jack has definitely put his fingers in this place, but you know, overall, though, I mean, you see guys who are really good at Pete Dye golf courses. Guys who are really good at Nicholas golf courses do well here. So, you know, there's a little bit more of an expansion of, you know, the comp course you want, except other than just Sawgrass or, you know, a couple other places, too. So, all right. So then why don't we uh, get right to Kershner then? Why don't we give everybody what they want? Uh, who did expect Brian Kirshner bet outright? to win the RBC heritage. So who's the so, first guy on your card this week? I think it's pretty easy to kind of throw out the top three. Cantley, Rom, Scheffler, none of them are winning. Um, Cantley is no shot. And at 12 to one, I really am fine. Morikawa, um, I'm willing to take the plunge on him when he's like 25 to 28. I can't do it at 18 with the putter. He's never putted well here. So I'm out of Morikawa. Um, I, I thought this would be a great spot for him weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I bet Cam Young, I got a 28 to one early nice. on bet rivers. He's still 22 to one. I endorse it because I truthfully do think he's winning this week. Uh, Cam Young is way too talented to not have a PGA tour wing yet. It's just a matter of time before he knocks one off. And I think we see a lot of similarities between Zalatoris's win at St. Jude and this one. Um, he has the new caddy on his bag. It's Webb Simpson's caddy. Who's been excellent here. Uh, he was first round leader here last year, finished T three and he's playing fucking unbelievable golf right now. He would have won match play. If it was a stroke play event, the putter has been I don't want to say fixed, but he's putting way better, better. than he was in the fall and the early year. Um, it's Cam Young's time. He's winning this week. I really have no reservations about it. I really do think Cam Young wins this golf tournament. Okay. And Capper, you bet him. Love too, it. Right? Yeah, I got him at 25. That was the best number I could get. Um, but yeah, for everything that he said, I mean, I pretty much said it the other night when we were talking about TFS. First round leader here. Everybody discounted his length last year. I think he was in the winning lineups. Um, yeah, he, especially with the new caddy. Like, like you said, the putty's not great, but it's not anywhere near what it was. Yeah. Was uh, I love him to fucking win this week? When I saw him with a twenty-five, I was uh, I was very very happy. And I don't I don't think that like 
a lot of people don't equate like long off the tee with like accuracy. Like he's pretty straight he's off straight. the tee. Yeah. Like it, he's just an elite, elite ball striker. And I believe that you can get around this course with just elite ball striking, like any course um, on the PGA yeah. tour. You know, I don't know if he's going to be a rip and driver every hole, but it's Cam Young this week. And he is just, I've been really impressed with him the past two weeks. And I just think it's his time. I think it's going to be a Zalatoris type win at the St. Jude. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think he was ripping driver last year this place. Cause he was 11th in fairways hit actually on the week. So that I posted that uh screenshot in my article this week about how kind of bad shit, crazy. Some of the driving accuracy, you know, rates were at the tournament. I mean, I think Eric Van Roy was ninth in driving accuracy on the week. And I don't equate him for like a, a fairway yeah. finder. So yeah, I, I cam young, Clubbing down, hitting all those long irons or three woods, just hitting them dead straight. Yeah, you know what? You guys are giving me a little bit of FOMO. I don't. I have Cam Young nowhere <laughs> on my card. I can't probably fit him out right at this point, but I can probably sneak like a position on him or something. So maybe tomorrow I'll, I'll just first round later. Just bet him first round. Later. All right, fine. I'll just do first. He's round. Uh, what is he first? He's round? late. He's 30, thirty-five. Thirty-five yeah. to one. I'm round. in He's on that. Late. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's late I, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. I, I'm what? betting him. Okay. Um, and I'm. I'm not one to like jinx and like tell people I told people I said bet Cam Young this week. Like I don't like I've, I've had like a bad year, like whatever hitting golf outrights is hard, but yeah, unless you're taking the top of the board. Every, every yeah. I mean, week, there was some you had a bad year without rights, bro. There were some guys you could have been on, but oh. whatever it, it's tough, but I can feel it in my plums this week. Yeah, I really, and like, it's, like I expected him to be like he's popular. Don't get me wrong, but he's not like overwhelmingly like every single person is betting him because he's right. at a tough number. So I love it. Okay. All right. Who else? Who's your, who's your shortest number? Oh, who's my shortest well, no, number? So good. We'll just yeah, bounce around because that, that okay. was my shortest number. So All right. Good. So actually, I, I got I found more cow at twenty two and I hit that. Um, you know, listen, I'm looking at the weather forecast and I'm thinking back to 2021 when he was in the mix and then it was really soft at that tournament. Uh, you know, really soft greens, got a little bit of rain too. And then on Sunday, the winds kicked up and just everything went to hell. And it doesn't look like we're really going to see that forecast this week. Although I think on Thursday afternoon might get a little bit of wind. So I don't love that he's got an afternoon tea time, but if he can survive that, the rest of the week looks really good. I'm just thinking, all right, really soft golf course, put some premium on his irons. I just saw last year that Justin T- or J- Jordan Spieth lost strokes putting. He still won yep. the tournament. I think Morikawa can do that. So, um, you know, the fact that, he, you know, he's been in contention here and been in contention, you know, and done pretty well at some other shorter positional tracks. Obviously, you know, this fits his skills. 22 to one on Cal Morikawa, guy playing well. Guy actually kind of putting and scrambling pretty well this year, too. At least better than what he's been doing. Uh, I'll take that all day. I like it. Okay. Yeah. So like, I, I like, I, I, I'm probably like BK was like, I was looking to bet Morikawa. And then when I got access to the numbers, I just couldn't swallow the, the 18. So yeah. if I had a 20, if I had a 22, I definitely, this, that. I mean, this is a great course for him like yeah. this, the players, like anytime, like you get on a short positional golf course, like Colin is just going to play extremely well. Um, it's just hard to overlook the putter right now, but it is interesting. Do you guys think he, I mean, there's obviously a way bigger chance of one thing happening, but do you guys think he wins? A, like what type of PGA, what do you think Collins next win is like, do you think it's a major? Do you think it's an Wyndham. elevated event or do you think it's like a small dick? Windham. Okay. I mean, does like he really Wyndham. play like week of field events? Like I, I can't really think of many times he's in like a, like a rocket mortgage or something. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I, I think he actually committed this year. Funny you say that. Or the three. <laughs> he really? <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I, I just, his career arc since the open win is just really interesting to me and he needs a win. 
And I think he needs yeah. a, I mean, he's been great at the majors. I think he's going to be continued to be great at the majors, but I believe he needs a regular PGA tour win um, before he gets another. He could definitely win. He could definitely win this week. And I wish I had a 22. So maybe I get lucky and he, uh, and he, it's windy on uh, Thursday afternoon and yeah. he's not in great shape. I can get a better number to live bet him. Uh, before we get into any more bets, let's go through it. Uh, did you get to talk about underdog fantasy real quick? Uh, it's a great place to get down on your fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog fantasy has your favorite NBA, NHL, and MLB daily games. Plus, they're already doing best ball drafts for the 2020. NFL season for all you true degenerates. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Okay. All right. Let's get so, to... Uh, who else you got, BK? Yeah, you're next out right. I don't have anyone for a little bit. I like have room on my card. I okay. haven't completed my card um, at all, so I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I've literally never bet this guy. Like, I never bet him. I talk shit about him. <laughs> Um, I don't have any reason why Victor Hovland can't play well this week. Like, I don't have any sort of like, he's at a good number. He's playing excellent golf. He's an immaculate ball striker, which he's just going to play well. Like, I don't have any reason other than I'm probably buying at the top of market, but I'm kind of like in on it. Like I've never bet him, but he's going to win one of these eventually. So why not this week? Steve, like, do you have any reservations about Hoblin? No, because I bet him too, 25 to 1. All right, sick. I'm in. All right. I'll yeah. No, I I love Hoblin this week. Like, I, I, I love how we saw last week too. And I just talked about the weather where when it was really calm winds and soft, he dominated Augusta. You know, on Thursday afternoon, he played yep. great. Sunday morning when there was no wind, he had the five straight birdies. And then when it got windy, that's when he started missing greens and around the green. Like, that's where he got exposed. We're not going to have any of those concerns this week. So, kind of like with Morikawa, if I like him, I might as well like Hoblin, too. He can do a lot of the similar things. And I think that I mentioned the top of the show with you know, Maya Koba, I don't think there's really a whole lot of difference between Maya Koba and this place other than agronomy, as far as like okay. things that value there. He's won twice there, won twice in Albany. Um, you know, good finishes at Sawgrass as well. You know, some other good finishes at some other Southeastern positional plotter golf courses, like in Innisbrook, it's a little longer at this place, but really narrow tree line, similar concepts, similar sex there. He's been very good there too. So yeah, I love Hovland this week. Boom. Uh, that was it. actually, yeah. that, was my, that was our first bet of the week, actually. All right. So, uh, cause, uh, cause I, like we talked about pre-show, I had spots for two guys and he was one of the guys I was going to ask you to about. And so I, I can still get a 23, nine on him because the weird book I use has, doesn't like to round anything off from the OCD. Um, yeah. So I could get, I can get behind that for everything you said, man. And like, so we have a question in the chat. Are we worried about a short game? Like, I'm not worried about a short game if, around here because I feel like when Stewie Sink won this fucking thing, he used his three wood and potted everything. Like, well, it's so, not about. So the only thing about that is they did grow up the rough a little bit this, this year. Much? So if he misses pretty big, then he's actually chipping out of it. But for the most part, there, if you're like, if you miss a green, you're kind of in like the fringe or the fairway there. You can use putter a lot. I think that's why he's actually pretty good at sawgrass because you putter around the green a lot there. It's like how Bryson did it that one year. Yeah. So, but I just think the fact that I've seen Victor Halvin just dominate places with just really soft green, soft conditions because he just is so good with the iron. And he and chipped I, well last week. Like, I don't. He chipped well on fucking Thursday just to ruin everybody's first round leader, just to be a prick. Like, okay, but like he like he said he, ma- he said he made changes and then he putted well. Boom, he's fixed. but he didn't. Fu- it's not really fixed. It's not really fixed. I won what two matchups. He, he, he was fine around days. the green. 
It was not fine around the green. I, I don't think you. Pa- I don't think you passed the eye test. I, I know. I know in the stack. I, like, yeah. I mean, like, to, to like, like Cam, question. It said Cam Young lost strokes around the green at the Masters, and I thought Cam Young was better around the green than Hovland was yeah. all week, actually. Yeah, I mean, look. To be honest, like he could definitely just blow with a short game, but a twenty-five to one, like I don't care. I'm in. Okay. All right. So is that going to be all three of us then? Round round of Vic. Round of Vic. Okay. I'm in. All right. Kershner, who else you bet? Um, I bet. What else you got questions on around here? I bet. Um, I bet Hatton at 45 to one this week. Um, he was playing some really spectacular golf. And I think if three weeks ago you said he would be 45 to one here, a place where he finished top five. I'd be like, yeah, I'm in, whatever. Um, you know, I do think that match play, like it's a random event. We could throw that out. Miscut at Delaro, whatever, throw that out week before the Masters. And then had like one of his best finishes um, at the Masters last week. Played well at this event. Uh, I, I, He might have peaked, but at 45 to 1, I'm willing to see if he can, you know, keep it going for a little bit longer. Yeah, so he was somebody who I was staring at uh, because you're right. He's been playing great golf. He fucking hates Augusta on record. Uh, cost me a nice chunk of fucking money when I bet Corey Connors against him uh, in the in the tournament matchup. And then not only that, I did a round matchup too. So a little, little irritated at my boy Hatton. But yeah, I mean, playing great golf, man. If he's playing, if he plays decent enough at a course he hates, this should be a pretty good course for him, man. I like the, I like the 45. Yeah, he's got what I think a top five finisher back in the COVID year when mm-hmm. uh, it was soft. It was all Bermuda. I think now this time of year, I know it's overseeded, but it's been really warm down there. We saw the last couple of overseeded golf courses, a little bit of Bermuda popping up. So maybe the fact it's a little more Bermuda, a little similar to what he saw in 2020, maybe get a good finish. Not my betting card, but I uh, 45 to one. I looked at it. Uh, I respect uh, that bet, Brian Kirshner. So, so he's he's fifty five to one for first round leader, and he goes off in one of the really early morning tee times. And what's funny is, is for first round leader. Three of the last five years, the exact tea time has been seven twenty in the morning. Who is that this week? Nobody. It's weird. It's like seven twenty three and seven eighteen. There's no actual seven twenty. Um, no, that's, that's not true. They're showing up at seven a.m. I don't know, man. Well, I'll I'll pull it up and see. Oh, it's got to be exactly seven twenty. So I can't. Yeah. I just bet Hovland. So we're <laughs> okay. Let's go. There we go. All right. All right. Uh, who else? Carson. Cam, you need to text me that you you got down on that for me. Did you see what Cam? Yeah, that Hovland's. Maybe the books know. Eight, Eighteen to one, top ten. Maybe oh, the books God. know, man. It's definitely a mistake. They'll definitely cancel it. That's not yeah. true. They don't always cancel it. Yeah, or that for um, that they. Well, I, I do like. I don't really like kind of buy into this, but Victor Hovland is um, sixteen to one on Bet Rivers, which is a very sharp book. So they like him this week. So, mm-hmm. um, and on that, who did you guys bet? Uh, like a little bit down the board. Okay. Um, so I bet Sam Burns 45 to one. Okay. So it doesn't fit the prototype of what you really want to look for here. You know, bomber inaccurate, but you look at where he's won, won twice at Valspar, won at Colonial, won Austin Country Club. And a lot of guys do really well at those golf courses. They do well here too. You know, good at uh, Amex. That's a Pete die. His irons have been a lot better lately too. That He went through kind of a lull um, a couple tournaments ago. Teams have gotten that fixed. He gained show because his irons, uh, you know, uh, last week at the Masters. So I've seen a lot of good finishes at like Southwind and Innisbrook and Colonial, like all these kind of like short positional uh, tracks where a lot of guys do really well there, there do really well at Harbortown. So 
you know, 45 to one for Sam Burns. You know, I saw him last year win twice in a short span. Why can't he do it again? So congrats on uh, him at the match play. That was a great pick. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> very sharp. I, I, I got very lucky with, uh, when Scotty's, uh, putter decided to, uh, go a wall for, yeah, uh, you can't putt. He's horrible. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, win. He's, he's a disgrace. <laughs> he's the worst. He stinks. Yeah, yeah. Who, who else you got, bro? So, oh, he convinced me last night uh, on Burns. I joined him uh, okay. on Burns at All 40. Right. I think that's a really good number for everything that he said. Like, yeah, give me a 40 on on a guy like that. And then, like you said, all the comp courses that it does well at. Um, but I took Tom Kim at 45. Like, okay. everybody's been talking about it. Like, this is a great course for Fuck. him. Uh, what? Penguin Tom, score. Penguin score. <laughs> I could tell, tell by the fuck. Um, it's all right. It's all right. It's not over. How much time's left in the third? Fifteen minutes. Oh, plenty of time. Plenty of hockey left, BK. Plenty of hockey left. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's a prototypical course for him. I mean, he's obviously cooled off since he's been winning all those events, but he's been playing, trending in the right direction. Top twenty at the fucking Masters. This is a great course for him. So, yeah. I mean, at, at that number, I just couldn't resist. I know some people got some fifties on him, so I was, I was happy to get in Florida to get a fucking forty-five. I was very excited. Okay. And then, uh, so I was actually, uh, you know, don't tell, uh, the New York state police, uh, that I was doing this. I was actually looking at odds. I was driving to work, uh, on Monday morning <laughs> and I pulled up, uh, DraftKings and I, we talked about Russell Henley on Sunday where we thought, all right, 50% DFS. He, and so I was like, all right, it's probably, his price going to be like 50 to one open. He was 75 to one opening on DraftKings. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just take that. Like, I mean, if the answer's staring me in the face as far as what types of guys usually do well here, coming off a good finish at the Masters, you know, didn't hit his irons all that great. It was mostly around the green or putting, but I wouldn't really expect Russell Henley at a soft 7,900-yard golf course at the Augusta National, which is what he really played to, would actually hit his irons all that great that week. So the fact he actually did pretty well at the Masters coming into a golf course now where you know, it fits more of his style. You know, he's been having a lot of trouble with his putter uh, this year. The fact he kind of righted the ship at Augusta, and I think uh, the, the previous tournament too, maybe he can ride the hot wave and get another win. 75 to one for Russell Henley. I, I was like, all right, fine. I'll take a little bit of that. All right. All right. Like, I, I mean, I'm not going to get behind that because Russell Henley stinks, but I get it. He does. And you know what? He's cost me so much money. Why not just cost me a little more money? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, listen, bet your own loser. There you go. And then uh, I was down. I, I had room for one more. I'm not. I'm going on vacation in two weeks. So I don't know how much we're going to be in the Mexico Open. I don't. I never bet the Zurich. So I'm like, you know yeah. what? I'm only throw one more on the the card. So it was down either Sungjae at 30 and Lowry at 35, and it came down to just when they were teeing off. Uh, Lowry's in the morning on Thursday. Im is in the afternoon. It gets a little windy on Thursday afternoon, so I decided to take Lowry 35 to one. Like apparently everybody else, but yeah. Listen, I mean, like should have won this event last year. Irons have been a little bit up and down, but I've seen some a lot of spike weeks from him, uh, you know, lately. So I know he's got that in the arsenal. Uh, really good from 100 to 175 as well. That's really why he honed in this week. So yeah, he can't buy a putt. I mean, he's ball striking it unbelievable, mm -hmm. but the putter has let him down like all season. Um, so I, I if yeah, again, you're just betting on if he could find the putter. I think that's a good um, event. I was on Lowry last year, had him. Um, that sucks. Um, missed that one, but no, I, I'm going to be okay. Missing out on Lowry okay. um, this year. All right. Or you know what? Just do a Jordan speed last year and miss every putt and still end up winning. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah, can't I don't know how... sucks. That's why Yeah, I don't know how he, he won that one. I don't know. I was on Cantley last year. So, uh, oh, really? Lowry... yeah, I was. That... <laughs> what were his odds? He was, I think 16 
And I just okay. I saw the Masters. He gained strokes, tee to green, lost putting. Kyle Green did last week. I'm he like, literally right. can't putt at the Masters. Yeah, I'm like, all right, yeah, he can. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna do that and bet him. And uh, yeah, that was a that was a sad day. So, yeah. all right, uh, you got any positionals, Kirshner? Um, uh, the last guy I bet I bet Sahith. Uh, I got him oh, at okay. eighty. All right. Um, I think that's just a pure numbers play. Um, you know, he just showed up in big events all year. Um, I like Chris Kirk, top 20, top 40. I don't think he can win, but I do think that he can contend. Um, are you tell like are you telling me that only to target morning guys for a first round leader this week? Do you do you really think that there's gonna be a big advantage? I mean, I, I saw the forecast where it might get to 20 mile per hour wins in the afternoon. So I think that's really the only tiebreaker. I don't know the actual trend. That's uh, my uh, co-host job to tell you if it's AM, PM or starting on 10, starting on one. But that is just something I noticed. I'm like, that just was a little bit of a tiebreaker. Yeah, it is definitely a little bit higher in the uh, in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's, I think, only one year um, a PM guy has gone. But I've found, like, great trends for the last three weeks and haven't, and they've all been broken. So I'm done with <laughs> Yeah, because it's a random event, but it's the best Just sticking with my guys. Hey, listen, you yeah. helped me with Kepka last week with the first one. We were getting chopped 80 ways. So, hey, yeah. you know what? You, it, it still kind of worked. <laughs> what was the what was the trend? They're all PM guys? No, they're all fucking... Uh, no, I mean, last week. Last week, oh. Last week, they were all... Were, all AM know, guys. All or, AM. No, or no, they were all PM guys. Yeah, no, they were all... Yeah, no, they were all fucking no PM yeah. guys because Kepka was first on leader. I bet him. That's right. And he was in the PM. Yeah, he was in the PM. Oh, really? Yeah, but yeah, Ron, yeah, went off, Ron went off in the morning. And I mean, he got chopped three ways, morning. and yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, what did you still got it like what forty-five to one, whatever. So, yeah, a couple. Yeah, times. I'll probably go all AM and Cam Young because mm-hmm. I just think that. Like, I'm just going to bet Cam Young first round leader here. Like, it probably won't happen, but I would be really upset if he was first round leader and I wasn't on it. So, it does look like the wind's up in the afternoon. Um, so, the first round leader card, you know, that that will be out um, shortly. But uh, it's the best bet. I'm looking forward to to getting some wagers down I'm on it. I feel like this is a good week to to get something going there. Love yeah, it. definitely. So, Capper, how about you? You had any positionals? Yeah, so I... What do you guys think about Kurt Kitayama? He's fucking plus four fifty for what? That for a top twenty? Sorry, top twenty. The guy just won fucking API. Like that's in, it's kind of insulting odds. So I took that. I don't know how, how much his game fits here, but his tee to green was fine. His iron play was fine. He just couldn't fucking make a putt at the Masters. That's uh, true. Uh, easier greens. Easier greens. Plus four fifty. The guy who just won fucking three weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, it is kind of crazy to see him. Um... At those odds, but uh, two guys I like top 40, like top 20, whatever. Um, I like, I like Sam Stevens. I think he's just playing really good golf. And I think he's just going to be like a guy that just shows up for a little bit and he's going to be like, you know, a new popular golfer. So top 20, top 40 on Sammy Steves. I like that. And then I also like Shamie Powell and Brendan Todd. I really like those three. Um, I think they all have a really good shot. Seamus Power always plays extremely well on short golf courses. Brendan Todd, he's had a really good season. Uh, he was in it for like five minutes at Valero, um, and he's going to be good plus money for a top 40. So those are my three longer shots that I like in the placement market this week. Okay. All right. So I basically live in the placement market, so I, I got a bunch this week. So, well, so I, I got... Uh, I- I got some. I got some more favorite one, but the longer shot one was that Cooch two to one. That seems like a no brainer. Good form. 
Uh, it's good plus money on it. Obviously, he loves it here. This is the only place he plays well anymore. It makes me a little worried with the elevated defense, uh, but hey, he played well at match play too. So whatever, I'll take that. Um, Lowry plus one sixty, Vic plus one twenty. Um, but that just got uh, that just got uh, moved to eighteen to one until that bet gets canceled. Um, and then uh, Fitz at plus one forty. Okay. All right. So. I'm just going to take Cantley top 10 plus 150. And because you're right, Kirshner, he's not going to win, but he's probably going to contend and make everybody mad again for all his slow play. What'd you get on that? Just plus 150. Top 10. So, you know, I mean, he's just awesome here. He's awesome in some other comp courses, hitting the ball great. Same thing happened last year where he couldn't buy a putt at the Masters and came in and almost won the thing. So I'll just take my top 10 on Cantley. And then we can all hate on his, uh, uh, Painful slow play all weekend, uh, and then sometimes and then, he was so dismissive of it. He was he was he's so dismissive of it in the pro press conference today too. Yeah, well, he's, he blamed it on the group. He's very smug. Son of him, he's extremely he's smug. Prick. So I'm not surprised that uh, he was very dismissive. And he's got some really bad takes about the uh, golf or world back too. So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so some top twenties. Uh, you know, Sam Burns top twenty for all the reasons I talked about. Shane Lowry top twenty for all the reasons I talked about there. Uh, Fitzpatrick top 20 plus 140. You know, he's just kind of a top 20 machine at this place. Finally hit his irons pretty go- good last week, too. Gained over a stroke per round at Augusta. So maybe those are finally fixed. I'll take that for a top 20 plus 140. And then Sung JM, if I didn't bet him outright, I'll bet him for the top 20 plus 145. And some top 40s I like. You know, listen, like you get to a type of short positional golf course. Danny McCarthy's been pretty good here. Top 40 plus 140 on him. His iron's been okay lately. So he kind of fits the blueprint of what you want to do here. JJ Spawn's playing a little better here, uh, better lately too. You know, played really well at Austin Country Club, played well at Valero. About top 40 on him, plus 160. Trending up a little bit. He's got, I think, a couple of good finishes here too. I'll take that. Uh, Christian Bazainhu, this is Bazainhu's season where he just goes to really kind of short positional, you know, not like your bomber golf courses. And he's just cranking out top forties. And that's going to happen again this week. He's been playing better lately with the irons top 40 on him. Plus one ninety. Uh, I'm going to go back to the well, the M Svensson, try to get back that charity bet that I lost to uh Boston capper here last week uh, because he lost to the esteemed cam champ in an absolute pillow fight at the Masters. So uh, listen, he won RSM, so I think he can win it, or not win, but he think he did well at this place. You know, played well in Florida recently. I don't think he's too far away from, you know, good form. So Adam Spencer, top 40, plus 220. And then I'm going back to the Ponzi scheme again. I can't help myself. It is a hell of a drug. Uh, Cam Davis, top 40, plus 230. Uh, top 10. Good number. Last. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't hate that. It's a good number. He played well at players, and he did all right at Austin Country. But didn't get a group play, but he played okay. Um, an 80 in the first round, Valero, where I wrote, wrote him off, and he almost made the cut with a 65 on uh Friday, and I'm like, I'm back in, baby. So, back top 40 plus 230. He's good at these like bullshit, you know, like plotter short tracks. Yeah. Too. He's kind of like a like Burns in that respect, where that's actually where he's good at. So, uh, top 40 is plus 230 for Cam Davis. Like it. Blackhawks scored. Yes, go. <laughs> now, but I haven't watched the second of the game. I can't watch the end of it, right? Can't change the mojo. No, absolutely not. No, you can't change the mojo. However you're doing it with CBS Sports app, whatever you're looking at, like, no, no, no. You can't change it. Um, Bees are up 4-2 with four minutes left to be the greatest hockey team of all time. Dude, like, it, it's cup or bust for you, Cap? Of course it's cup or bust. Absolutely. It's going to be. And that's the thing that sucks, too. You know, like, the president, the, the president's trophy curse. Like, they never win. It's, 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 
They never, well, no, it's not true. They actually, they think they went like a 40% clip. But, like, whatever, what's the difference? Like, fucking, like, it doesn't really matter, but you know how superstitious I am. Fucking, and never mind, it's the Bruins. We choke. We fucking, we lost to the Blues with the cup in our, our fucking barn. Like, unbelievable. Like, in game seven, Tukaras shat down his fucking leg. We lost with, we, Tukaras gave up goals to Chicago. Uh, my dog's going, starting to back. But in, uh, what was it? Yeah, was I don't remember what it was. We lost in Game Six. It was fucking tied in the third period. They, the Kane and company scored like two goals in like 15 seconds to close the third period to win the cup. So we didn't get to go back home and play Game Seven in our own bad. But this is the yeah. year. Listen, man, we won fucking we won in 13. I went I went to a couple of playoff games in 13, so I was fine with it. Or was it 11? Christ, has it, it been 11, 12 fucking years? Yeah. How are how are things shaping up for uh, the PGA Championship uh, in May? It's well, so uh, weather report, it's been really, really soggy up here. We've gotten a lot of rain. So we're going to get some more. But rain it's nice out this week. It's going to be like 70s, right? It is, which is going to help them grow the rough up, which is pretty good because we got okay. a little bit of a late start with uh, growing some grass. Finally, it's coming up in my, in my yard. So I imagine they're probably dumping a bunch of fertilizer at Oak Hill. It's probably going to be really thick, rough, really narrow. Is there uh, an extended forecast yet? No, not quite. Although I think AccuWeather can look that far out. It says like 68 degrees. So, you know, warm for me, a little cooler for those guys, but um, dude, maybe global warming, like they'll be fine. Like it's gonna, <laughs> it's fucking 70 degrees in Rochester in April. Like <laughs> it will be okay. I'm not worried. Um, do you have tickets yet? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was, I actually, um, you got I got, t- I, I got tickets, I think, uh, last year. Actually, cool. I was one of the, I, I got like priority A, uh, yeah. Uh, for tickets, yeah, yeah, so I still got to figure out what I'm doing. Um, if we hit one outright from now until the PGA, I'll go. Okay, um, but it's just like a lot. I got to figure it out. Um, but you know, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's I'm it's hoping. yeah between between accommodations. I, our producer's coming. I think he got a hotel like at like a Hampton, and it was like seven fifty a night. Yeah, so wait, it's uh. <laughs> That's what I said when he told me. I was like, "No, yeah. I'm about." Sorry. Are you joking? I'm no. not joking. I like seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. 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 Now he had a, he's a Hilton Rewards member, so he got to use points because uh, he travels a lot. But that's uh that's what he reported to me. So it's it's a, it's a pretty <laughs> penny. So it's, it's basically three and I went days to... worth of going to Oak Hill for one I, night. I mean, that's I, no, I went, no way. No, I did the same thing because I went and checked. I was like, "There's no way," and I literally pulled it up on uh, like three one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. The Bruins won, baby. I was on delay. I didn't realize it. I got to pause on the celebration so I can go fucking watch it and enjoy it and watch my fucking team be the best team in hockey ever. Fucking single season. Let's fucking go. Well, speaking of the, P- uh, the PGA, let's transition back to BK. Have you bet anybody for the PGA yet? No. 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 I bet, I I bet mean, one. I would have bet Zal, but. Um, oh, God, that's tragic. Cam, I'll sleep with you, bro. Um, <laughs> <not even laughs> um, no, I haven't bet anybody. Um, I don't know. You know, I think Cam Young's probably a good bet. He needs a win. He, his first win's not going to be a major. I agree. Um, I.e., Matt Fitzpatrick. Plus, it's a home, um, plus it's a home game for Cam, didn't you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, I, I mean, no, I do. I do. I have Keegan at 110. Okay. Do you really? Yeah. I might go. I might. He already fucking on won, bud. Um, yeah. And then Let's he's going to be on the Ryder Cup. You, yes, that's what I'm talking who about. Who do you Let's guys go. think are the final two on the Ryder Cup? There's, I, I'm not going to list the whole guys, but there's two open spots for the Ryder Cup. Who do you think they will be? Not prisoner of the moment, 
in September. Who are your the final two spots? Who did, who did I say last night? Keegan and... I don't think he ever came up with a second one. I don't think I came up with a second one either. I think it's going to be Sahith. I, I think he's played think... well enough this year, and he's going to continue to play well enough. You keep, you keep shaking your head. You look at his finishes, and I think it's going to warrant it, buddy. I don't know. We'll find out. I don't think it is. And then, I don't know. It could come down to, I think you got me, You made a good point about Chris Kirk. Yep. He continues playing pretty well. That could possibly be a course fit for that place. Yeah. Although it's a Tom Fazio, that place. So <laughs> that actually might favor the Americans. But we'll see. Uh, I mean, Keegan, obviously, if Ricky has some sort of a run, Get I dick on them. the team. I can see them. <laughs> oh, my okay. God. Put, put them on. But, uh, yeah. Because I mean, his I boys would be so happy. They'd play so much better that the crew was back together. Yeah. yeah. No, I, like, in my opinion, I don't know about, I'm not sold on Keegan. Keegan needs to win again or, like, have an amazing. You need to fucking win again. Easy, buddy. <laughs> Dude, I'm like down bad. Like I'm not even capping. Um, no, I want Keegan to be on the team, but like he needs to do more than he's done. I think you gotta have Thieves on the team. Mm-hmm. Like what, I think. What, got- what is your deal? What is you against Sahith? Seriously. I just don't <laughs> listen, man. I like rooting for him too, but like I don't. I don't want him on the team right now. Like, hold on. Let me pull it up. Okay. Fourth at Farmer, sixth at Genesis, ninth at the Masters, 14th at Arnold Palmer, second at RSM, fifth at Zozo, sixth at Fortnite. Those are all his finishes this year. And you're telling me you don't want that guy on the team? I don't know. You don't want his energy on the team? Maybe. There's Maybe. a lot of stiffs on that team that this are just dialed down. I, I think we actually need Sahith on that team. All right. Yeah. Get these on the team. We need All some right. diversity on the American squad. Yeah, I think the energy thing is definitely a good pull. Yeah, I'm fine. Listen, it's better than fucking whatever they did last year, letting fucking dirtbag fucking Kisner on the team. Yeah, Kisner and, and Horschel are out. Out. Um, yeah, I, I would. I I'm fine. No, I think my I'm dream would be Keegan, Keegan and Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Clip. That shit. Like that, those uh, are that, that, that uh, is like my squad. Yeah, then Cameron, I'll sleep with you. So yeah, that's <laughs> good. There you go. So yeah. all right. Uh BK, thanks for joining us on the show tonight. Uh where can we find you? Why don't you get some uh some plugs? Yeah, yeah. Follow me on Twitter if you want. Brian Kersher underscore uh T I B. I'm out. I'm not doing it next week. I might take a week off from Twitter. Um, no one's doing it next week. Next week's Zerk. Who's covering nope. that shit? I did a pod last Kirsten, year. Bro. You did a pod last year. Yeah, did you? You did. Yeah, I did. Huh. Okay. Look, at, look at you. No, I'm like single bullet Sam and um, Billy. Horn. Like <laughs> say like single bullet. Single like, bullet outcast. Okay. Like they yeah, they're doing it this year. They lost. Uh, so I bet the same thing last year. They lost a fucking home run Cantley, and now we got what more? No, it was Xander and Cantley. Xander Cantley. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm aware of who, of who I lost to because I did the same thing you did. I bet fucking Burns and. Uh, Billy. Um, no, they're doing it this year. It's happening. They're not doing it. It's not happening. Dude, what are you? <laughs> what? Why are you out on it? They've been like very close the past three years. They're going to no, win. I'm good. I'm out. I'm out. Who are you going to bet? Uh, probably Homa and fucking Morikawa. That is a joke. They have no shot of winning. You're probably right, but at least I like those guys. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna like Sammy B after he wins this week. I, I'm never gonna be a Sammy B guy, but I will bet on him. Sammy okay. B is a fucking stiff. He kind he kind of is a stiff. He's an he has no yeah. personality. If, if, if you ever heard him talk, he's yeah. He likes stuff. God. So fucking 
Like, yeah, it goes to that? Bible study and fucking. No, thank you. I live in the South. I got enough of those assholes around me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Capri, got anything else, bud? No, that's it. Other than offending half of people, our listening audience, no, it's fine. There you go. Uh, you got anything else? No. So next week, kind of like with Kirshner, uh, we never cover the Zurich. It's a stupid event. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll probably have mm-hmm. one sort of special episode, maybe do like a season recap, talk about the PGA. We'll do that. Uh, and I think we're going to do a mailbag as well. So yeah. uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, and then I go on vacation. I will see if I'm on the Mexico Open shows. Uh, I probably will, though. So, uh, yeah. That's scheduled for the next couple weeks. Other than that, enjoy the heritage and uh, good luck with your bets. Yep, that's it. You can follow me on Twitter at Boston underscore Capper. And uh, this is uh, this is the last golf week for reality, like probably two weeks. But yeah, let's fucking go, baby. Let's break them books.